in live and in person. Would you all like to uh, introduce yourselves before we begin officially? Hi, I am Pretty Panda, your usual. Um, what's up? Uh, I'm Sneed from out east. <laughs> Is that young nigga from our east? <laughs> and I think I, it, I think it's safe to say we can officially call this the All Ain't Alive, featuring Pretty Panda, the co-host with the mo-host. And we're actually joined today with an additional co-host, um, Steve from out east. Which I'm not sure if that's your full stage name or if that's just what you. That's just my that's just my Instagram handle. Okay. My stage name is just Sneed. Okay, great. And we're gonna be talking about your verse in DD Talk, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So when me and Rose were talking about this the night before last, she uh sent me a very thought out and well like detailed version of your verse via text message. But we're, we're trying to make sure that we got the wording here correct. And then, of course, I'm going to let you take the wheel a little bit. I'm going to let you um, drive us home here uh, in regards to, you know, what you were thinking. You were coming up with it because you said, well, she said that you're like, you don't plan these verses. You don't. They're not premeditated. They just kind of come as they are, which I found I find it extremely hard to believe because. Not that I don't think that you're a good lyricist, but it's just the lyricism is at a certain level that I can't believe. I can't literally believe there was no premeditation in that whatsoever. Like, this is just you going off the dome type shit. And I just don't, I find that so hard to believe, but. I mean, it's not, it's not off the dome because it's written. It's just that in the time of the song initially being recorded, and the time it takes for me to get to the microphone, I can put together the verse that I did. This I'm I think about everything I'm saying as I write it. But mm-hmm. before the thought of me like writing it, I'm it's more or less like, okay, this is the name of the song. So this is I think I should go in this direction with what I'm talking about. That's okay. Yeah, that's how I end up coming up with the verses. Now, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, and I hope even more that I don't get chewed out on the internet for this, but the only other artist that I can think of immediately that does that exact same type of tactic or strategy when it comes to writing music is Lil Wayne. I feel like whenever Lil Wayne, especially when he's featured on a song or on somebody else's track, he'll go to them and he'll say, okay, what is this song about? What's the name of it, and what direction are you trying to go in? And then he'll take those ingredients and forge around that ideology something that's completely unique and idiosyncratic to his style, his flow, his voice, his entire aesthetic. Uh, a perfect, perfect example of this, and I, and I name drop this song all the time, is Sucker for Pain from the Suicide Squad soundtrack. It's got a shit ton of people on it. Um, Logic, Wiz Khalifa, Lil Wayne, I want to say Imagine Dragon, a couple more people that I can't think of off the top of my head. And everyone else's verse in the song, I swear I'm going to do, I'm going to do this song analytically one day. But everyone else's song on the, everyone else's verse on the song is like, oh, I'm going to die for the squad. I'm, I'm ride with the homies type shit. But when you get to Lil Wayne's verse, he's literally saying how he's like a masochist. He gets off on being physically hurt or tortured in some form or fashion, which fits the song to a T in comparison to what everyone else was talking about, but he's the only one who makes those type of connections and those references. So to add that to the other artists that I would compare you to, it's Lil Wayne and Childish Gambino. Lil Wayne for your strategical use of lyricism and Childish Gambino for your clever word choice and dare I say flow, because Childish Cambino also kind of does that offbeat, slightly offbeat type of rapping that you kind of try to trademark and, and do for yourself. But I could be wrong. So stop me if I get too hot. Um, uh, the only the only difference. <laughs> I'm sorry. Panda, what are you doing? <laughs> You said you said Childish Gambino and all I started Childish Gambino got that swag. Okay, I'm sorry. I just looked up and I'm here. like, she's just Malvin. I'm like, she's not muted. 
So I can tell you if you. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sneed. Please continue. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Uh, I mean, I, I I never put myself in the same boat as, uh, you know, Dwayne Michael Carter because that's that's a different that's a different nigga. But um, <laughs> you know, I mean, he. I mean, that's a that's a god that's a god lyricist. We don't, have to, we don't have to. We don't have to talk about it. Look at her face. Oh, don't we don't like have like to that. talk about it. We don't have to talk about it right now. That's okay. Um, and I, 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 okay, go ahead. I miss Wayne <clears throat> before he started looking sick. My dog just fell up the steps. <laughs> so like, like I miss like no ceilings, you know. I miss that Wayne. Like this Wayne now is like a don't scrunch your face up like that. Wayne is not nothing. Like I like Corday more than I like Wayne. Okay, so maybe I'm not the one who should be worried about being chewed out. The entire I don't like Lil Wayne. Okay, and that's that's like fine. I like him, but I don't like him. That's okay. And to be honest with you, I'm not waiting for the next Lil Wayne album to drop. I'm not following mm-hmm. this man's career close like I would my favorite artist. Like, I'm not sitting around wondering when his next music video is going to come out. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not looking for him to make music. But when he does make music, I'm never disappointed. No, okay, like, I'm saying he's uh, legendary, but he's not God-like. I mean, I wouldn't put anybody in that tier except for maybe Eric Badu and... um. No, it's just Eric Badu. Um, so not, not that that nigga's a god level lyricist. Okay. I don't care what nobody says. That nigga's a god level lyricist. Okay. Uh, Are there he, more than one person on this on this level? Yeah. I want to say Eminem. Yeah. Cool. Well, hold on. I don't want to get too off topic, but I do want to ask why. Why what? Why would Eminem? You, yes, because lyricism. When you say lyricism. Lyricist, I would put him at like two tiers up, two tiers below God status because Eminem has the flow, he has the clever wordplay, and he has the ability to like shut down stadiums with not only what he says, but more importantly, how he says it. But there's I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that's like, oh my god, like I don't, I'm not mind blown. So if that makes sense. when when I think of Sneed uh-huh. and with you comparing Sneed to Wayne, I think of we're talking about Sneed's wordplay, right? Yes, yes, yes. Well, that his wordplay and his lyricism overall, just in general, right? So that pinpoints me to different sections in Eminem's career. Like, for instance, Love the Way You Lie. Okay, there's the wordplay with the window pane. Mm-hmm. There's that one. Um, there are a couple more songs I'll have to like actually pull up the lyrics for, but there are different songs in Eminem's career where his wordplay and his lyricism, even when telling a story, has been so okay. immaculate. It's just like, damn. Okay. And you gotta think, he's based his whole career off of, you know, even though he is a white rapper, he's never said the N-word. If you yeah. look at a lot of rappers nowadays, the N-word is stuck to our tongues. They put Especially it in the song titles. You can't even say the name of the songs that I was saying the N-word from just for most of them anyway. So I, I exactly. Okay, so, okay, like, so like with a lot of rappers now, it's it's like nigga, 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 nigga. I'm 100% I knew you were going to fucking do that. But. <laughs> so like he's got a lot of, of good songs that tell stories. The wordplay is great. You know, the lyricism is good. Um, and he goes places with his songs. Okay. All right. You okay. know, so like, even with all the rappers that come out nowadays, it's just like, he's one of the rappers who I will look for a new song. Like okay. if they say, oh, M just dropped this. You can, oh, you're the first one to hear that. Okay, I got you. Because his, his discography... Yeah. Discography, discography, discography is 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 up to par. Okay. You know, 
I can get jiggy with that. I can get you. And, and, and if Wayne's gonna be up there, then Eminem definitely has to because Eminem and Wayne have been on now, each other's songs. Now, are you song biased at all with your comparisons here? Because if you're biased. And there is someone, I'm sure, I I do not doubt it for a second. There is someone out there that's like, oh my gosh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's crazy. You'll put Eminem over Lil Wayne. Why would you do? Somebody out there right now is thinking that very same thought because you, you're putting Eminem on this pedestal that, you know, some people don't think he deserves. And the only argument quote unquote that you have is he's a right he's a rapper that's never said nigga in a verse before which I feel like he may have slipped Wait. in there for one or two songs. I don't know. I can't tell you but if that's all they got yeah, from anything yeah. that I just said then they didn't listen. Okay. Fair enough. If that's all they yeah, took from it then they didn't listen. Yeah he hasn't said nigga yet either. So <laughs> he hasn't said nigga yet. But it's just like it's just like when you think of word wordplay stuff like that. Like I said Corday, he's a he's a new rapper. Oh, I would love to work with Corday. He just he just um released a new album called Bird's Eye View. Highly recommend that y'all listen to it. It's got her on it, it's got Lil Dirk, it's got Lil Wayne on it. He's good with his wordplay and telling stories and stuff like that. I do appreciate so a storyteller, so I might just check that one out. So it's 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 like it's it's there are many people like I said, I I used to love Wayne. Like you couldn't tell me that like Will Wayne wasn't great, that he wasn't, you know, the best thing out there since sliced bread or potato chips. You feel me? <laughs> but it's like as time evolved and and things matured, it was just like, eh, Lil Wayne, eh. You know, like like if he's making a comeback, that's one thing. But I feel like over time, my They're God level, they're God tier rappers, they're God tier lyricists. Um, they are not. I don't think you can name five other rappers that have been able to put words together in the ways that they have. Uh, Eminem, that nigga talks about some shit that no other rapper has ever been able to speak on. I don't hear too many cleaning out my closets coming from anybody else. But you do have those type of artists who will pop up and. Their entire gimmick is based off of their traumas and upbringings and come up and struggles and hustles. Like, so I wouldn't say he's like the first, he's probably the first of his kind to do something like that. Cause then you have rappers like Mac Miller who came and who take inspiration from Eminem because he's willing to bear out his soul and reveal the skeletons in his closet and, you know, talk about things that he would genuinely get made fun of for. So. That is true. Okay, well, also, let me know what other rapper is trying to kill his mom. Okay. Fair. His his introduction to the world is, hi, kids. Do you like violence? Do you want me to stuff nine-inch nails through each one of my eyelids? That's... But that's also, but that also, okay. And that sounds like early Tyler Creator type shit to me. Tyler Creator's introduction to the world. I'm a fucking walking paradox. I don't even know what that means, but like, it's that same level of energy and chaoticness. Like, and where does he get it from? Eminem. Yeah, like, like the thing is, like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, okay. All right, it's I- like Eminem started it. And here's the thing. A lot of people try to to do what Eminem did by speaking about the traumas or trying to be like this weirdo what a, where shit was like fucked up for them, quote unquote. Right, right. And it did not work for a lot of them because there's some things that you can't mimic. Right. Well, I think in, in regards to you, Sneed, being compared just by us, you know, yeah. uh, but to these two artists, like when, when you think of your inspiration, as far as your lyricism or your word flow or your um, metaphors, do you take from anybody or do you just come up with your own type of style and you try to integrate your own aesthetic as a musician? Like, how does that um, yeah. I do try to I do I do try to draw my own 
like my own style, but you know, with everything that comes in flexions of other people's art. So, uh, like I'm, I'm super, I'm super inspired by uh, Nas, Scarface, Luda, Currency, Project Pat. I can see that for sure. All the Southern rappers. I mean, and that makes house. sense. Well, Nas isn't from the South. Nas is from New York. Uh, but other than him, um, and I don't know. I don't know where too many of the other ones are from. But uh, all, all I can of hear that. From the South. Okay. So it's just from not. Texas. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Scarface is from Texas. Luda's from the A. Uh, Currency's from New Orleans, and Project Pat is Memphis. So yeah. So yeah, Nas is the only one who's from New York, but. Which he has more of the. So I like to break rap artists up into like subgenres and subcategories. I would put Nas in the borderline political stance on things. Just from me personally listening to him, what I've taken from it is a very like strong minded individual who is well aware of his, you know, artistry and privilege as an artist. And he uses that to his advantage to kind of help out his community type shit. Like that's what I get from Nas. So I get that. That's great. And then of course you have that very, very strong Southern influence from all the other artists that you mentioned. And I feel like that sound is unbeatable. Like you can't mimic Southern rap styles anywhere else. like you can't be a nigga from california trying to sound like three six mafia like that's not gonna work like you can't do that that's not imitatable so i i, I can i can i can get jiggy with that i think it makes sense but and, and then of course you know comparing you to like the quote-unquote weirdo rappers like childish gambino who are kind of you know, uh, singled out for being like these awkward nerdy guys who aren't really um, attracted or attracting a lot of women. They're not like bagging bitches left and right type shit. If anything, it's the polar opposite. Like Childish Gambino has to tell people he's a rapper to get their attention and then proceed to rap afterwards in order to keep their attention versus a nigga like Future who can just walk into a room and be like, what's up, I'm Future? And then you know, so, mm-hmm. and I don't know if those parallels matter too, too much because Future and Charles Gambino are both from Atlanta and they couldn't be more different from each other versus Future and the Migos, you know, are pretty damn identical. So I think it's more of a, I can't even say it's a regional thing because it's bigger than that to me, but um, maybe it's just the, the mentality your mentality is a bit stronger, I would say, or more. Well, I can't say it's more mature because you you talk about bagging bitches left and right too. So I can't really use that as an argument. But that's probably just in the human nature of a nigga to just talk about bagging bitches. I don't know. Um, I'm not a nigga. I can't tell you. But this is just my interpretation of the of the circumstances. So that's just me trying to be unbiased um, and just making my observations known. You can, you can, you can it's do a very, that. It's you. a very fair observation. Okay. <laughs> advice. Like, I didn't listen to a bunch <laughs> of Nashville rappers, you feel me? And Sneeze got something different. Yeah. And I can say that I agree. And a lot of the Nashville rappers that I do listen to, they don't feel the same, but you can tell they're from the same city. Like, a lot of them talk about a lot of different things. You have the more spoken word poets. You kind of have like the the more hardcore thuggy type, like G12, for example. Um, and then you have kind of the weirdo schmirdos, you know. Um, and then you got the guys and gals who kind of filter in and borderline in between some of these aesthetics. But they all pretty much feel like they. you can tell that if you got all of these artists in the same room and played a particular artist or song, they can all vibe out to it. Like they all enjoy the same type of music, even though they're kind of very different in their own sense. I can't say that about niggas who live in Atlanta and come up and I and I ain't trying to talk shit about Atlanta artists at all, but I'm just thinking because that's the majority of people that I can think of off the top of my head who sound completely different, but they're all from the same city. Like New York niggas pretty much sound exactly the same. All of them do. ASAP Rocky, Nas, Nicki Minaj, they all kind of feel like they're in the same vicinity. They have the strong accents. They kind of, you know, talk about people the same way. 
Um, I don't know what it is about niggas in Atlanta, but none of them sound the same to me. And I can't put my finger on it. But that's not the hint. Yeah, I'm gonna say like bros from New York, <laughs> you know. They, I got a list they, somewhere. Yeah, they definitely oh. be sounding the same. Like okay. it'd be like you hear a nigga rap from New York, you'd be like that nigga from New York. Hold on, I got a list somewhere of uh, regional artists, and I got a lot of niggas from New York, and I guarantee you that they all sound. And maybe Smeed, just for shits and giggles, you can humor me and tell me if you think that these niggas sound the same. So when when you said when you said Nas, Nicki, and ASAP. So you got Nas, Nicki Minaj, ASAP Rocky, Cardi B, 50 okay. Cent, and Jay-Z. Okay, let's stop. Let's okay, stop. let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Let's stop at 50 Cent. Okay. That's, that's five names. None of those sound alike. Okay. They sound alike to me. Going for, I was mainly going for these new age, you know. Yeah, like, the, the new New York niggas sound alike. Okay. Oh, yeah, they all sound definitely the same. Because okay. I was about to say, Cardi B, 50 Cent is from New York. I run New York. That's what the fuck the nigga be talking about. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no, I didn't, they don't sound nothing alike, but these new age niggas that come out with songs and they all from New York, they all sound exactly And same. every nigga from New York wants to be the king of New York. So fucking bad. Like, why? Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. Isn't it like A Boogie with a hoodie and wasn't Pop, Pop Smoke from New York? I thought A Boogie was from North Carolina. A Boogie? I'm about to tell you exactly. I don't know. Somebody was from New York, like I don't have a name. Bro, and everybody wanna be talking about being the king. I don't even want to be the queen or nothing. I just wanna have like a spot at the table. I don't want to be the queen of jack shit. Okay. I didn't know. I thought he might have been. I thought he was from North Carolina. Okay, so he's from New York too. Uh and he don't sound like a boogie don't sound like ASAP Rocky. Like, I can't put the two of them together. But I can put ASAP Rocky and uh, Nicki Minaj in the same category. I can put Nicki Minaj and Cardi B in the same category. I know people don't like to, nope. but... <sighs> Nicki Minaj and Cardi don't As far as over. how they sound, not what they talk about or the type of music that they nope, make. No, they don't, though. Oh. Cardi has a different accent than Nicki. That's because she's Spanish, bro. You can't use that as your fucking no. argument. Okay. Man, man, okay. ASAP's from Harlem. You don't sound like the people that's from Queens or, or from the Bronx. Like, all of them have their own set. Yeah. Speaking. So maybe I'm just ignorant to the, I think that all of these niggas sound exactly the same. But I also don't think that, well, I do think that Jay-Z kind of sounds a little bit like Nas and 50 Cent. Not about what they talk about or the kind of music that they make, but literally the way that they speak. Sounds, you think Jay Z sounds like them? I said Nas and Fifty Cent, not They came up in the same time of rapping, though. Okay, is, and is that does that fuel that argument that they all kind of sound the same? Or well, with Nas and Jay Z, it makes sense because they grew up. They grew up in like the golden era of rap. They grew up when rap was coming to fruition. So their style yeah, like, is like it's it's literally like. They are the root of how hip hop is supposed to sound. Okay. Yeah. Everything Jay-Z else. Jay Z with that that iconic dun, talk to me, man. Like that that iconic thing. Like you knew, you just knew, bro was about to take off. I don't listen to Jay Z enough to know what you're talking about. Oh shit, that shit is hard. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back to back to yeah. I didn't mean to steer off too much. I do want. Yeah, I do want Sneed's opinion on these type of topics, and maybe this can be a conversation that's saved for a later date, but we really need yeah. to deep dive into these different cities and compare, contrast, because y'all saying that a lot of these niggas don't sound alike. I don't know if I'm just ignorant or oblivious or what, but I think <sighs> misguided, maybe? Yeah, I okay. think like Okay, so like for me, I'm eclectic. So any music, all music, I vibe with. I don't care. I but when you have the ear for music like that, you can pinpoint the differences. Right. Just like you know, I'm a dancer. I love dancing. You know. So I've done. I've been to dance studios and done different types of dances. So I can pinpoint what's different 
about dances, like what different type of genre this dance is versus this dance, you know, like even if two dances are so similar, but there's one dancer who's going in their own little flair, I can pinpoint exactly where the flair is because it's different. You just got to have like an ear for it kind of, right? you know, and like growing up with my dad, my dad is a Jersey nigga. So, you know, I listened to a lot of that shit. Like, like Jay-Z, he still to this day has original copies of Jay-Z's albums. All of them. The blueprint was his shit. That's all that people are ever gonna take away from this nigga is the blueprint, which I mean he has all of them. Like to this day. I literally got into an argument with this man because I say, you know, like Jay-Z isn't Ain't shit now without Beyonce. I ain't mean, shit now. Yeah, but <laughs> but my dad was literally like, "Bro, that's Jay Z. You can't be talking about that." No, like he he built this. You know, like I'm like that. That it's a different generation. And maybe Beyonce I just need to do world. some more research. But I ain't never been like crazy about and maybe I'm just too immature to have appreciated that type of artistry during the time that it was its most valuable and most popular because I didn't grow up listening to Jay-Z and Nas and shit I grew up listening to the music that my parents listened to I didn't get into my own music until I was like 13 years old and by then it was way too late so maybe I'm just Um, ignorant to that we're gonna delve because I was built on like, like even with my dad, like I was, I was raised on like Jay Z, Scarface, um, Three Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia uh, is a Southern tradition. You can't not listen to these niggas. It, and it be is from but the you South. Know, for my like, dad to be from Jersey, you know, him listening to different things from all over the place. I was raised on a lot of hood street nigga shit, but then with my mom. I was raised on like Reba McIntyre. Um, you you talking about your whole like day. discography of like listening to music when you're a child makes me very very sad, and I pity you. But because who the fuck listens to Reba McIntyre, bro? If you don't get okay, that's cool. We ain't gotta, we ain't gotta, we ain't gotta. You proved your point. You ain't gotta emphasize. Yeah, but that that's the loving mother that works two jobs. Yeah, but yes, y'all disgust me. That's that's my mom. On top of like you know the old school nineties, like I love me some shy, I love me um, boys to men, like that old school stuff. Michael Jackson, I was raised on that, so all that shit. Yeah, I was so like it's like I was I grew grown up on music from everywhere, so that's why I can hear the difference in how people sound. But there's literally a nigga. His name is uh. His name is what? I don't even know what his name is, but he'd be like, "If you don't like me, kill me right now. Otherwise, nigga, pipe down." He sounds exactly like X. You does he? I thought that's who that was. Honestly, no, that's not. That's not X. I didn't. I didn't know that. And where? And what city is he from? What city is X from? Okay. XXX Tentacion or whatever the hell the nigga name was. From Florida. Might be. That explains a lot, but um Good morning. My name is Tokyo, just like a window. I'm here to air it out. Yeah, that's my name. I thought that was that's my name. Yeah, because it's from Florida. Plantation, Florida. What? Oh, that's where my little baby is born. Aha, yes. Him, Kodak Black, and Melly Vanelli, whatever the fuck that weird nigga name is, who is in jail right now. And uh, Young Melly? Sure. The dude who'd be like, uh, wake up in the morning, I got murder on my mind. Yo, that is my shit. I be blessing that in the car, like, ah, caught that nigga by surprise. Yeah, we are so off topic. It's not even funny. We are. Give me two seconds. I'm going to pop out and I'm going to pop right back in. Give me two seconds. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Zoom tried to make me pay for more time, so I was like, fuck that shit. And I just, <laughs> and the call has started in a different way. <laughs> oh, God, because I wasn't going to do that. But we're getting off topic. We're going to get uh, throws back in here, and then we're going to go over your verse. But I think this is a great conversation so far. <laughs> we're having a fantastic time here. I, I'm enjoying it. And again, at some point, it doesn't have to be in time in the near future. I'm not pressing you for this. I know you probably got a lot of things going on, but we do have to do a deep dive analysis of these regional rappers. I had made this list of different cities and different artists from these cities a long ass time ago. And I have been waiting for someone to be like, let's talk about it. I have the cities in question. Where did it go? Uh, New Orleans, Texas, Atlanta, New York, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, California, North Carolina, and Florida. So, a lot of people. I could always add more to it. And, I mean, it's just something to talk about, I think. So, you, you tell me whenever you're ready, and then we can go from there. Because I feel like... I feel like you, and especially you and uh, G12, y'all have a humongous, like, um, perspective when it comes to, there she is, when it comes to different artists from different regions, and I feel like that would be insightful. But I was telling him, uh, Zoom was trying to be paid for another hour, and I said, fuck that shit, so I ended the call and started another one. So, excuse me, I'm bothered on the budget over here and I can't afford to upgrade to their new contracts, but I digress. We're about to dive into Sneeze verse on DD Talks. So, do you want to start us off? We're not sure the lyrics that we have the correct ones, but go ahead and. and right, and, and, so go through, redo, yeah, take two. There we go. Uh, uh, start <laughs> from the top of it. Yes, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. About my paper putting hustle first. Yeah, about my paper putting hustle first. I'm the type of nigga that can sell much to dirt. Pause. Right there. Your first metaphor. Goddamn. And I love it. <laughs> I'm the type of nigga that can sell mud to dirt. It reminds me of when uh, Two, uh, Two Chain said in uh, It's a Vibe. Uh, what did he say? He said. Uh, got a vibe, make a make an Asian want hibachi. Got a vibe, make Italian want Versace. <laughs> that gives me the same level of damn. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I like the way it sounds because it's it's a little redundant, but it sounds good when you say it. So I'm sorry. Continue, please. <laughs> uh. <laughs> The type of nigga that can sell the dirt, catch a body and hot bands in the hearse. I ain't stupid. I'm moving it after this verse. Uh, show these little niggas work. Mix patience with shreds of berserk. Okay, I'm a. But why are you okay? I'm. I'm putting the hook. I was right. That was the okay. <laughs> and I'm reading the lyrics as you're reciting them. And that was one of the ones that I was like, "Damn, for real? You said mixed patience." With strands of berserk. I absolutely love that because when I was referring it back to her verse, how you're tying in the, yeah, I look real cute and innocent and bubblegum and rainbows and sunshine and shit, but don't get it twisted. The second you come at me sideways, you know, it's over with. So I feel like that is a very, like, detailed metaphoric way of saying exactly what she was saying in her verse and then tying your two verses together yeah it's 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 an elaborate way to say fuck around find out yeah (laughs) it'll make you think like damn for real because when you use a metaphor like that it usually goes over people's heads so until you really like look into it you kind of are oblivious to it but i absolutely love that i thought that was great um you're you're free to continue if you if you like. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna keep stopping you though, so just bear with me. Okay, go ahead. I'm, hey, I'm I'm with it. Uh, catch a body in high bands in the hearse. I ain't stupid. I'm moving it after this verse. Show these little niggas work. Mix patience with shreds of berserk. Kill your nigga, then wear your man's face on the shirt mm-hmm. at the funeral. Like this ain't what he deserves. Cause I have to hit you where it hurts. Okay, pause. All right. Because so, that fucked me up. All right, so with this. <laughs> okay. 
I got like it's it's a it's a slight double entendre in there. Uh-huh. I don't know if anybody would like pick it up. It's it's all it's only in the word hurts. So where it hurts is you're grieving for the loss of your friend, and I'm the reason why you're grieving for the loss of your friend, but I'm also going to look you in your face and tell you how sorry I am that you're grieving for the loss of your friend, even though I caused the shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it ain't, it ain't even, it ain't even, well, I can't speak for him, but for me, it wouldn't even be a, I'm sorry you're grieving for the loss of your friend. It's more like a, uh-huh. That's fucked up, first of all. It is, and and it's like a, I'm I'm doing this to rub salt in the wound of the dead, and the only way you can feel this is through like a, a, a different frequency. I'm bringing hell to you, so <laughs> it's like I have to hit you where it hurts. I'm going into a low, a really low frequency to hit you. Y'all are merciless as hell for the record. Yeah. Okay, so, like that word hurts by itself is a is a double by itself. Okay, I don't know if you pay attention to that, but um, uh. Oh, I like this part a lot. Okay. Uh, uh, say playing I save the fruits of my labor, so how could I ever think of, how could I, how could you ever think I let you take them? Mm-hmm. Uh, just with that, that one. Oh, uh, you trying to go to the next point? Stick your hands in your pockets. I'm sorry, yeah, go that, ahead. That one, that one point right there, uh, I like internal rhyming a lot. Like, yeah. I like to keep, I like to throw as many rhymes inside of one bar as I can. Yeah. And that kind of reminds me of some Tyler creator Earl Sweatshirt type shit where they'll take like a sound or a syllable and repeat it constantly mm-hmm. and it just keeps flowing over. And I really, that's creative genius right there because not too many people can do that successfully. So if you can pull that off, then you're like top tier in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. I don't, you know. I feel the same, I feel the same way. That's why I try to do it. So I try. Rose, um, you look real confused right now. What's going on? I'm good. Okay. All right, go ahead, see. Uh, say play, I say with the fruits of my labor. So how could you think I'd ever let you take them? Stick your hands off of my pockets. Don't get mad when my hands take your fingers and break them. Mm. Oh, you know I'm not playing CPU, but I play them games if you need me to. Tell my bitch, grab the stick, like my dick, and play with joy. Niggas start leaking pools. <laughs> I'm sorry. Real quick, is the CPU a reference to the? What is that a reference to? Because I feel like I computer games CPU. Uh, okay. You know, I'm not playing the CPU. Okay. I'm not playing computer games. Okay. But I'll play the games if you need me to. Okay. All right. I, I don't know why my brain went somewhere well, else when you said I, it. I got to let Speed explain. My bad. No, that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you ever played like a two-player video game? Yes. All right. If you're not playing, you're labeled as the CPU. Oh, so you're playing oh, yeah, against right. the okay. Yeah, so if you're not in, like if you're not playing in it, well, if you're playing it and nobody else is playing along, the other side is the, the CPU. CPU, right? Okay, yeah. so still technically a computer. Uh huh. So still technically computer but, games, but you're just playing against the against the game, basically. But I'll play it if you need me to. I got you. I got you. Okay, I, I'm on the. I, I'm on the same frequency now. I get it. Okay, you get going. Okay. Yeah, and then that, that next line after that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So my bitch grab the stick like my dick and play with joy. That's hilarious. <laughs> I yeah. thought that that was the greatest thing I have ever read in a long ass time. Because it's like the metaphors are in the wrong spot. Instead of saying play with my joystick, play with my stick. Like, I don't, I don't, and Grab my dick and play with joy. Like, it's a real, real clever, interesting way to flip and turn the words that you're trying to say, and it still makes sense. Like, that's what blew me the first time I read it, and it's just like, damn. Which is why, which is another reason why I'm not convinced solely that this is premeditated. Like, this had to have come from somewhere else before you wrote it down to recite it. Like, the crazy thing is, you were literally sitting in our in his living room I know. when he wrote it. That's why I don't understand. I was there when y'all did it. I... <laughs> do you see how do you see how crazy that is? Though that does yeah, not make any sense. Like, no, are you kidding me? Like, seriously, like that's what you want for real? Just no, bro. Like, okay, 
I'm sorry. You can keep going. Uh, tell my bitch, grab a stick, like my dick, and play with joy. Niggas start leaking pools. That's actually a double in itself, too. Is it? Because it's still... Yeah, because... <laughs> if you still... All right. If you still paying attention to the last thing that I said... Uh-huh. Grab the stick, like my... Play with joy. Um, You know... When a, when a man climax, they leave. Oh, I did not put two and two together. Uh, <laughs> oh. Are you thinking about it? Is it pondering? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's so like, interesting. I don't, know, I don't know where my mind was at. I was still thinking about like the other the other meaning, you know. I mean, yeah, down. that's what I thought. Yeah, when you said niggas start leaking pools, Ooh. he needs a pew. I'm like, oh, he fucked this nigga up. Now he needs to talk to Jesus. Yeah, yeah what I'm supposed to do? Like, this nigga fucked me up and beat my ass. Yeah, he's like, fucked help up me right now. You said what? We, we were on the same page thinking that the nigga was just real fucked up. And now it's time yeah. to talk to God about all the yeah, mistakes that, you've made in your life. Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what's going on with him. In addition exactly to a bunch of other on. shit that we didn't yeah, I'm just, I'm, like, I'm, I'm writing to see if somebody could catch what else I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you you planting those those seeds in the minefield. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for him to pop the fuck off. All right. I'm I'm following. Uh, so Niggas start leaking pool. pools. He needs a pew. That's where you left off at. He needs a pew. Shit, he ain't the only one. His niggas need him too. Mm. They looking past that prime. Almost out of time. Shit, I think a combo with Jesus do. That blew me. And I think. And I'm going to let you go ahead and keep reading, but these next couple of lines really blew my fucking mind as far as incredible lyricism goes. These next couple of lines done took the goddamn cake, so I'm going to let you go ahead and, and read those out for us. <laughs> uh, now I'm surprised, because I decided niggas' fate. Wonder when what would Jesus do? Because it's odd. Since when has he had jurisdiction to undo the work of a god? He needs to explain himself. I get the confusion, but don't get your little brain boosted and confused. Just stick it out with your little boo. Sorry, dog, because I tainted it too. That's real Talk fucked about- up, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But the line where you said, I'm not surprised because I decided niggas' faith. Wondering what would Jesus do? Because it's odd. Since when has he had jurisdiction to undo the work of a god? Has got to be the greatest thing I have heard in a long ass motherfucking time. And I mean that wholeheartedly because there's so much happening in those four lines by themselves and damn you just <laughs> whose phone was that? Well, somebody keeps calling me. <laughs> okay. I just wanna make sure I wasn't losing my damn mind. But um no, but there's so much happening in those four lines. It's like stacks on stacks of amazing metaphors. Double entendres, even a triple entendre if you're really overthinking it. And it's just impressive. Like, you haven't, I haven't heard amazing lyricism like that from an underground artist in like a long ass time. So that's a really big deal that you managed to build up this, this already amazing wordplay and then just dive right into it even deeper with something so profound, dare I say, that... If you're not paying attention, it will go over your head and you'll miss it. And it's a humongous like piece of the puzzle because not only does it tie into who you think you are, when people ask you, who do you think you are? You know, you can answer that question confidently, but it ties into uh, Rose's verse in the beginning and it ties into the entirety of the song and what both of y'all are talking about unintentionally. Stop that shit. I was calling you because I'm in the middle of a Okay, but I didn't think I had my keys. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know that that was your number either. You gotta do something. Go ahead. If I was stuck outside, I would be trying. Because it not even look like your phone. That's not your number. It don't matter if a number's calling you back to back to back like that. Okay, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. That's funny. <laughs> little sister. I understand. I understand because I'm the little sis. I get it. Um, but that was my whole interpretation on that is that those lines completely tie in the the the, the direction that y'all are going with with the song. 
your level of confidence and how you see yourself, how you present yourself and everything that you've already discussed, it builds up into that phrase, those lines, and then it continues to progress after the fact. Like, so there's so much to be said about just those four lines along and it's smack dab in the middle of your verse. So you still have another half of the verse to go off of and you've already made such a perfect foundation of what you're trying to do and how you're trying to establish yourself. And it's impressive. (laughs) It really, really is. It's very impressive. And you don't get a whole lot of that from artists in the come up. Like they're just focused on being seen and not being heard. Like, I would rather hear you than just see you for being like, you know, an asshole, a douchebag, or whatever the fuck, a flashy fuckboy, whatever, versus being a great lyricist. That lasts a little bit longer than just being seen as this object. You know what I mean? So I can absolutely appreciate that. Uh, all right for people to say stuff like that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, you can keep going if you want to because you do have a lot left in your uh verse from what I'm looking at. But that was my favorite line of the of your verse was that one right there. <laughs> so you ended with sorry dog, but her tank tainted too. And that's a little fucked up, but you know, it her is what it is. Her taint? Yeah, her taint. I have tank. Like Mm-mm, taint. Oh, oh, that's even worse. Okay. Um so her taint tainted is what you <laughs> sorry dog because her taint tainted too that's real fucked up man what does that mean you don't know what that means I know what tainted means but what does her taint tainted mean she's dirty she's, she's what dirty what does her taint mean she's, she's tainted she's, twice she's dirty what, what do you know what your taint is no <sighs> well okay if I say a female is dirty what am I referring to not like her body, but like her lady parts. Like she's uh, dirty. Like she's dirty. Oh, got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. There you go. You got it. You're 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 free to continue. Uh, but your taint's tainted too. Sorry, dog. But sorry, dog. But it's tainted too. Talk about what you is. I know what you ain't gonna do. Jack shit. Try mine, my nine, go pop, pop, and make you backflip. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no life, except when I'm going out to create more life. Not to be trifled. Couldn't get me if you stole me on arrival. Times will turn to where your people can't identify you. Shirt wet, hands in the air, tidal wave victims without title. Okay, like a- I'm going to stop you right there. So, tidal waves, hold on. Hold on, what did you stop right there? Uh... Not to be trifling, couldn't get you to scope me on a rifle. No, 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 no. I, I like that. I like that because you, you're going for what I wanted people to hear. What I'm saying. I'm is, going off of what she sent me when she sent me the thing. So I could be wrong. I told you. I was playing it by ear. I didn't have this. Is it so is it rival or rifle? Hold oh, up. Listen, not to be trifled. Uh huh. Couldn't give you. Couldn't get me if you scoped me on a rifle. Oh, on arrival, okay. I got you. Okay, we completely fucked that when up. You heard, when I heard scoped me, I was like, right. give me if you scoped me on a rifle. Because, like, even yeah, if you got, like, that dead shot. Yeah, that's what I thought. I want to be in Okay, okay. I see. I smell what you're stepping in. I see what you're trying to do. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's that, right. That's that next level lyricism. It is though, and that's and that's and that's amazing that you were able to create this field where what you hear can still be interpreted and still make perfect sense, but what you're actually saying is even more. I'm not gonna say complex, but like it is more thought out, and it's and also makes so either direction it can still make a lot of sense, and that foundation is great. But the line that I wanted to focus on is tides will turn you where your people can't identify you. Tidal wave, it is what I'll title you. So that's like a baptism. Without title. Say it again. Tidal, 
victims what I'll title you. Yeah, but that that felt like you're referring to being someone being baptized when they dunk you in the water and then you pop back up and then you're, oh my god, I've just been cleansed. Like, that's what it felt like to me. That's one way. How many you different know, interpretations you know, of this one line do you have? Uh, ties are turned away. People can't identify you. Shirt, wet, hands in the air, tied away. Victims, what I tied to you? Yeah. You know, you know what it means to wet up someone's shirt. No. That's another. Pew 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 pew. Oh, oh, okay. See, I'm not, I'm not hardcore like that. So I thought baptism. Y'all thought shooting niggas. I didn't. You can see the parallels in the. Because it'll. What he said right there will play into the next lines that are coming up. Okay. All right. So you can. Um. All right. Go ahead there. The tides will turn where your people can't identify you. Shirt wet, hands in the air, tidal wave, victims, what I title you. Bullets like a op, how they rival you. Bullets like a conscience all inside of you. Mm. Wanna start, yeah, yeah. I love that line. <laughs> I love that. Bullets like a conscience all inside of you? I said, damn. I, swear, I cannot wait till we drop our song because that was some clever shit. Like, and the fact that, like, us going through the lyrics and this is all time dated and everything else, if anybody else says that shit, they stole that shit I from I swear to God, y'all better sue it for everything that they got, got because I I'll be damned if I turn on the radio and I hear a nigga say, bullets like your conscious all inside of you. I'm calling the police because... I swear to God, I'm calling them out on this shit. Like, bro, I got time shit. No. Because that's great. That is such a good line. That's the type of line that a nigga get tattooed on another nigga face just because they can do that. Like, that's such a good line. Like, it really is. It really yeah. fucking is. It's scary. It's intimidating. It's poetic. It's metaphoric. It's just like, damn, for real. And you don't even, if, again, if you're not listening, if you're not paying attention, it will go over your head and you will miss something so profound that you're going to be mad at yourself after. But this is why we do what we do. So, Bullets like a conscience all inside of you. And then the lines after that. Wanna start a riot all inside of you. Mm -hmm. Keep it real rap. I can cipher you. Mm -hmm. Are there gods at work? I decipher few. Mm. I don't know it because the one component that makes us the same is what I like to do. Stop right there. Because, and it's really the second half of this verse that I just go goo goo gaga bananas over. Because you said, wanna start a riot all inside of you. Start riot. Damn, okay. Keep it real rap. I can cipher you. Perfect. Because a lot of people don't know what a cipher is. Show the fuck don't. All their gods at work. I decipher few. Come on, bro. I only know it because the one component that makes us the same is what I like to do. The only thing we got in common is we like fucking these bitches. That's about it. And everything else, you're beneath me. Like, and then I think, Rose, you were saying to me the other day how gods are like these lust-compelled sex deviants that just like to fuck everything that they can get their hands on. And that also ties into not only your overall feel of the song, two of y'all see yourselves on these god and goddess-like pedestals, and y'all can basically do whatever the fuck y'all want as long as the opposition knows not to get it fucked up, not to get it twisted, not to get it turned around into something that it isn't, and remember who the hell you're addressing when you're addressing me. Because if you're not careful, that could be the end of your life right there. And both of y'all have that energy so potently strong with this song like it is contagious and I was telling her that a woman can hear her verse and be inspired to be the best version of herself that she can be and then guys can hear your verse and be just like reminded of their superiority complex in a positive way not to be confused with like narcissism or any kind of uh, negative behavioral trait but just I need to start thinking more highly of myself because I can and I'm able to type shit. And that's really where this song kind of fills in on itself because it gives you that reminder without being a narcissist about it. Like, you're, I'm not being narcissistic. I'm not trying to be too cocky. I'm just letting you know who the fuck I am and what the fuck I came here to do. Like, 
So don't take it personal. I'm like this with everybody, but maybe you should be more like me instead of trying to go against me. And you can feel like this too. It's like an ego boost for those who ain't got no ego. And I can appreciate that. Like it's, 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 it's to be noted for sure. Um, but that, I love that. And, and then of course the rhyming syllables, you know, with cipher, decipher, I only know it cause the only component, like, I really like that back and forth of those rhyming syllables. And that's just the personal thing with me. I'm, I'm kind of weird, but I like shit like that. Um, you can keep going if you want to. <laughs> I only know it because the one component that makes us the same is what I like to do. Kill and create. <clears throat> Kill and create on my type of moves. Mm. Hands in charge if you like me to. Mm. I know I'm how I'm striking fools. Mm. Bitch. I love it. I love it. Now, what is your thought process for the last couple of lines there? Like, was any of those intentional or were they all like spur of the moment? Because even if either way it goes, it's great. Because if you can come with this shit, like, in a matter of minutes, in a single recording session, think about what you would be able to come up with in a couple of days. Will you really, like, think about the shit? Like... Well, with this, with this, like, in the last, I want to say, like, last 10 to 8 bars, that's when I started, like, like, all of it, all of it kind of goes together in the same same kind of cadence. Like after uh, after the shirt wet, hands in the air. Uh-huh. After that, it all you can you can kind of tell like the bounce starts to just become the same thing. From uh, well, it's like uh, how they ride with you. Well, it's like it constantly all inside of you. Want to start a ride all inside of you. Keep it real rap. I can cipher you. Are they guards at work? I decipher a few. Like all of it. At the end, I was just trying to. I was trying to make sure I could keep like a steady bounce that could keep somebody interested. And I think, you, I think you pulled that off successfully. But not only that, when you really think about what you're saying, it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. and that's why I compare you so much to Childish Gambino because that's the only, that's the only other rapper that I can think of that delivers a phenomenal lyricism that goes back and forth like that. Like, it's very, very rare to hear an artist who has phenomenal lyricism and a phenomenal flow on top of it. That's a very, very rare combination, and you managed to pull that off. Y'all make me blush over here. I'm, I'm being, but I'm being honest with you. Like, I don't have a, if it was, I don't have a reason to lie to you. And I feel like so many people think that I'm over-exaggerating because we know each other personally. No. I'm not like I don't know too many people who can do this and do it well. And that's what I really think it boils down to. Anyone can kind of do something like this, but you've managed to do it phenomenally. And that doesn't happen too often. So you should feel some type of way. You should definitely feel some type of way about it, of course, because not too many niggas can say they can do what you do, and that's something to be proud of for sure. I'm I'm very thankful for the for the high praise that I get from you, as well as Danny. Like I, 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 sometimes when I hear y'all say what y'all say, I don't be one. I do not want to accept that type of praise because it's like, man, y'all talking about me like like I've made it. Like nah. <laughs> but when but, you do, you you you're not gonna be as like you're not gonna be as um flattered because you've already got it into your head. Like, yeah, I know I'm this good. And not to and again, you ain't gotta be like an asshole about it, but when people come when strangers come up to you in the street and say, Oh my god, I love your music, you're so good at what you do, that's a moment of like, oh my gosh, thank you. And then as you get more of that it starts to build up this other level of confidence. And so at a, at one point you'll be, you'll come across someone who will say, oh my God, you're so good. You can say without any kind of assholery, oh yeah, I already know I am. And mean that shit. So it's just rehearsal. It's just practice to get you ready for that pivotal moment of your rap career that you can say, yeah, I know I am that good and mean it. 
and then it won't be so hard to take that compliment because there are going to be some people who are going to be like, oh man, he trashes hell. You don't even know what he's talking about. But you're going to get that kind of hate anywhere you go from anybody. So that's to be expected. But the thing that should matter is the millions of other people saying you're great at what you do. And I feel like that's what we're all waiting for at this point is just for people to be like, you're really, really good at what you do. I think that I'm fantastic at what I do and I'm, I'm, I'm at zero right now. So imagine when I get to level five, I will be fucking, you can't tell me shit, but that's, that's not going to be fun. I have a superiority complex. Also. Don't say that. It's coming sooner than you think. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you got a follower. I do. I do, though. That's crazy. Um, but no, y'all really have... Go ahead. It's like I'm starting to believe in everything and us. You know, like at first I wasn't too confident, you know, like I said, because at the end of the day, I'm me. A lot of hating ass bitches. But I feel like I feel like this song is really great. You know, we got to re-record Coco. Oh, my God. You know, hockey shit. Oh, my God. I feel like it could really be great, you know? And the thing is, like, when you know that you have something that is great, you're so excited to let the rest of the world hear it. And all it really takes is one right person to be like, I'm really fucking with this. And then after that, it's... It's over with. You can't tell nobody nothing. So, And I don't think that none of us are too far away from that point. One of us is going to hit it at some point, eventually. Um, it just takes the right person and to hear I it. I keep telling y'all, I can't, I'm not going up without y'all. Yeah, we got to. Likewise. Well, I appreciate that. This was, I was this here, was... I was down, like, I'm not going up without y'all. Like, what? I got my producer, you know, my co-artists who we're working on, we're trying to work on like a, a EP or whatever. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Arlito Dawn Trip type deal. Like, I got the person, you know, I got Steve. And then, you know, I got you. We got songs together and shit like that. You know, we got a little podcast and stuff. So, like, come on. Yeah. I'm not. It's only a matter of time at this point. But I think that this was a fantastic part two to an already fantastic part one um, Mm -hmm. dissecting this song. So now when the video releases, which whenever the nigga decides to be ready with the video, y'all can go ahead and release it. People can't say that they don't know what to expect. Now, you can also say that because the visual, when you input the phenomenal lyricism with great music and then an even greater visual presentation... That's like a trifecta times 10. You know what I mean? Because you you have something to attach everything to. And I can't wait to see this music video, personally. Just to see the, the energy and the direction that you all choose to go in with it. So we'll be keeping your eyes out for that. Uh, any closing remarks as we finish up with this analysis from either of you? Just know when it drops, I want support, you guys. Come on, help a nigga out. <laughs> Share, like the product. I look love the product when y'all hear it, see it. This is some amazing shit. I stand by it. Yeah. I don't stand I don't stand by a lot of shit. But when I do, I'm I'm hundred percent behind it. This is gonna be it. This is going to be it. Y'all going to like this shit. Y'all are yep. going to love it. I'm so confident in it. Like, everybody who has heard it tells me, oh, yeah, this is dope. You feel me? So, and I haven't even dropped it yet because I'm trying to do it, like, consecutively. Right. Like, edging up to it. You feel me? So, you know, like, I feel like, I feel like it's really going to be dope. You know, like, the videographer listened to it. He really liked it. You know, my friends... My brother, my older brother actually told me, like, he didn't, he wasn't sure, he likes the song, he just wasn't sure because we're, he feels like we're in the, we're in, like, the era of, like, mumble rap type kind of deal. Yeah. But in, in a, in a, 
in a scene like that where everyone's trying to sound the same with this whole mumble rap shit, it's going to take those individuals that break that barrier and sound different that's going to stand out to a bit more people because it's like it's different. When everyone's doing the same thing, when you avert from that, you stand out in a more positive light. So that's probably what the times need as far as people listening to new music. They need something to shake it up a little bit. So I think there is a very strong and solid foundation here. And again, I can't wait to I can't wait to see the video come together. I think it's going to be great. This has been a over an hour. Sticking it out with me. I appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who listened in. We will be, um, once the episode finishes processing, I will be posting it to the streaming services sites so it'll be available for everybody. And I'll tag y'all in so y'all can share it. This is one hell of a conversation. And I always, always appreciate it. Until next time, this is me signing out from the live. I will see you guys uh, in the next one. Later. See y'all.